0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean.
1: And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers.
2: Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Welcome to Footwork.
0: Boys, how we doing? Lovely, lovely,
1: lovely. W- Wagsy joins us today. How you doing, brother? Well, well, tired, as you know, but I'm great. great. A little tired. He was up scouting. <laughs> we want to say he's scouting. Yeah. He's recruiting the next big crop. I of really players. was.
2: I wasn't even playing. I, I mean, all right, whatever.
1: <laughs> Whether you were playing FIFA or not, re- yeah, you were scouting. You can answer the, every question. Discussion. Yeah, I was yeah. scouting.
2: Yeah, it's right there. You know, two screens. You know. Build the team. What? Build the team. Build the
1: team. But it's, you know. So, Wagsy, for those at home who don't know what capacity, what roles you're playing right now in your in your coaching career, um, yeah, give them give them a nice tiny little caption. Give them the synopsis. Uh,
2: well, I was sacked from my interim head coaching job at Sunioniana, but uh, so
1: <laughs> you can't be sacked. What do you mean?
2: <laughs> no, I wasn't sacked. Bird came back. But um, it's been full-time for men's and women's uh, soccer up at Oneonta. Uh, they're both very competitive. I mean, Oneonta men's nationally ranked D3. The women, you know, we're, we're getting back. We're getting back to where we were. But it's, it's full-time. They've asked me to do more. I've asked myself to do more. Um, and I'm having a, a blast at, say, 92% of the time.
1: Yeah. And I think today we're going to talk about that other 8% that Sean and I, and I think anyone in any role really could be playing, could be coaching at any time in their career. We face this uncertainty and it's really more of like, hey, he's got the Oneonta right there. It's doubt really. And I think confidence as we all know, can just kind of be this, the system of waves and we have to ride out the good times. And when, when the tide is low, we kind of have to try and pick our, ourselves back up. But it's, but it's that question: Am I good enough? I think. Uh, I think. I mean, speaking for myself here, I think I've had times where it doesn't always come. But like Wags kind of pointed out, there it'll come sometimes. It could be a, a drive home. It could be a walk home from a training. It could be before a game. You know, it could come at times when you really don't want it to come. So I think it's important to kind of ask these questions and talk about it with people, with yourself, whatever. But yeah, am I good enough to do this? Am I good enough to be in the place I am? Am I good enough to be in the place I want to be? Is another one too. Am I good enough to get to these dreams? How have you guys kind of adapted with these questions?
2: I'm going to let Sergio answer first and then I'll go on my spiel, you know?
0: Good, man. Uh, yeah for me for me i think it's it's always like just the preparation and these the this am i good enough question always comes up i mean it's almost a weekly monthly thing it could be it could be anything just you know like you said when you have a little bit more time to just think on your own is when it you'll ponder it um, but i think it's just understanding that for whatever reason your emotions could be high or it's a phase right after a game or something or a training yeah um but then you remember like, oh, I've done so much to get to this point. i mm-hmm. like, it's not a mistake. I'm I'm where I am. And then it's just keeping that confidence and having the confidence to know, like, just kind of acknowledging that your mind's trying to play a little game right now and just kind of let it run its course and remember why you're here, I think is kind of the simplest way to, for me at well, least. What about, what
1: about earlier in your career when you didn't go through so much experience to let you know, okay, I belong
0: here? I mean, hey, how how early are we going to go? I mean, there was times in college, for example, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a a rookie of the year, freshman year, played really well. Then the next year, played with injuries, wasn't always playing. Then the next year after that, I was just a player off the bench, came in off the bench every game. And then you question, okay, like, like what happened? First year, I was starting every game, played really well. Past two years, not going great. Senior year, kind of up and down the whole year, and then, Come playoffs time, then I turned it around and was in, and in the trunk. And the yeah. So it's like,
2: it's strong.
0: yeah, you just kind of have to have confidence in yourself and keep doing the right things that have gotten to that place and keep learning is is what I think it is. And then, yeah, when you get in these phases, knowing that, like, okay, I, I know I can play at this level. Like, I know I'm better than these players. or having the confidence, like, oh, I know that, that this winger is not going to beat me. I know that this forward is not going to get better than the best of me today. Like, I know that I can play. Maybe it was one mistake I made but that's not going to define the rest of the game. Things mm-hmm. like this, I think, are, uh, yeah, I guess, ways I look at it. And for you, Wags, I mean, so early in your coaching career, there is
1: there is that question, like, am I good enough to be the coach that I want to be? Am I making the impacts that I want to make, you know? And where is that going to take me? So that other 8% in your head, where, where has that left you? I don't, I'd, first of all, I don't know if 8% was an accurate number. I mean, I'm just I, running, I'm just
2: running. I threw the number out and I guess we'll go it's with a good eight. percentage. Um, though. Yeah. I, I actually did feel like, so last year was more of a, you know, just, just help, help Ian out and yada, yada, yada. But for the most part, I think 92 is decently accurate because I have other experiences um, at the end of Oniana, my career, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was running my own gym and I flew back to Kansas City for you guys. It was kind of like already becoming a mentor slash working with still Definitely. what I viewed as kids. And I, I felt more mature that even just the year after. Um, but then six years at Kong, I, I like I feel very, very confident most days and most moments. It's just that some days, you know, like, for instance, yesterday at training, you're walking into training post 6-0 loss to Cortland. That was the girls' score. Yeah, we, we're not going to talk about it anymore. But how do you spin that? Like some days you can't spin stuff. You have to just go be yourself and pick the others up that are, you know, obviously going to be down. Um, so that 8%, I, I try my best to keep that 8% the hell away because as a coach
1: we're sticking to the 8% though. Yeah. It, it's well, stuck now. Well,
2: just as a coach, you know, even even on the guys team, you have players where I mean 8, 8% is not the number, man. These are you're talking 18, 19-year-old kids. Oh, that, we can yeah, absolutely. That, the numbers 40. The numbers 50. it, um, and, it varies and,
1: with each player for sure.
2: Yeah, and when you can get them clicked in, they're clicked in and and it's just the same as as a, you know, very mature Sean now but mm-hmm. i think it's just embracing the wave is the is the term i'll yeah. give us um riding the wave would be not not accurate um because you can't always ride it i mean sometimes you're down sometimes it's, it's not great and sometimes when you're up you can't ride it either but just embracing it knowing that there's going to be pitfalls that's kind of what's sure. kept that's kept me level because even with with the guys team there's there's been I mean, we had a two-week span man we we went through it uh your junior year we were winning every game and there was still this like week and a half where everybody was at each other's throats I remember it vividly uh you know Barticek, Winiarski, myself the kind of the middle tier there we were at each other's necks so no matter what your team level is your record etc there's gonna be ebbs and flows and I think if you go into anything expecting it to just be like this you're incorrect so you have to you have to know you're gonna drop so you
0: can go back up. Yeah, so, yeah. I think I think too. Uh, I mean, Dylan's mentioned on previous pods. I think it was with a Chris- Christina Maxuti that uh, kind of coming back to the middle as much as possible. So on your highs, like take yourself back down. On your lows, bring yourself a little up, and not getting too down or too excited about anything because it it'll leave that. Um, that gap open for the the ebbs and flows, for example, that are going to happen. But yeah. then you, you, you act out on those ebbs and flows and rather than just appreciating them for what they are. For example, you lost six zero as a coach. That sucks because one it's different as a coach because you're not out there. There's only so much you could do, but two it's then your responsibility to get a group of people, the next training to try to, brush it off and focus on the next game whereas a player you just focus on yourself okay i just need to do this better or some players don't even care about the team it's like okay i performed well like i'm just going to keep doing my thing whereas a coach you have i don't know 25 players you have to deal with um and yeah i think it it comes back to like you know player management psychologists also
1: yeah, be oh, a fish. Just, you can be a goldfish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I
2: haven't said that message because that, you know I'm not going to direct. Yeah, because everyone Ted. knows
1: you. you can't bring Ted Lasso into but,
2: the but, locker room. You but that is that is the exact energy I probably a tactician Ted is what I try to bring. Um, but to piggyback off Sean, yeah, I think it depends on the type of person you're either mm-hmm. a coaching dealing with or the type of player you are. You know, some mm-hmm. people. Let's take a Sutherland, man. He can get up because you know, when he could, when he was down, he'd just act like he wasn't down. So I think it depends on the type of player. Like if, if you want to embrace those highs and go crazy and yeah, sure. But that type of player is probably mentally aware of the downs. Like they know, they know how to cushion their fall already, but that middle tier of athletes you're going to get, you have to kind of teach them and guide them through of, Hey, you know, Bad practice, good practice, good game, bad game, good game. It's it's gonna be up and down. So I think it's manageable if you know the personnel.
1: It's interesting too, because in your perspective, like there's this whole face that you have to put on. Like at the end of a bad loss the next day, you have to bring in a face that maybe not true to yourself and how you're exactly feeling in that moment, but you have to brave the face because you have to lead twenty athletes into the next into the next battle really. So for you, I mean, it's just, it's interesting as a coach because it's always about how you present yourself too. And to piggyback off what you, you, what you guys are both saying with these players that you're coaching. Yeah. I think, you know, some, you want them to, to live off that confidence, but sometimes players are too much of confidence players. So if they're not in a good run of form it's very hard for them to get back in so when they're in it everything's good everything's fine everything's clicking but it's hard for them to bring back in so i find with someone like a confidence players you're testing them when they're at their highs you're not necessarily trying to bring them down but you're testing them you're making yeah. it more difficult on them so that they can kind of get these lessons when they're still in that high you know what i'm saying
2: yeah no i i think for sure you got you know you got sports cars and you got hybrids. Um, and that's like a piggyback off Zlatan, but, but it's, it's very true. Um, I sent you guys the clip the other day and I'm sure he'll listen to this. He, he began listening, but you have a player like Ian. Um, yeah. I, I, he's up there, you know, he's, he's been playing solid for two years. So you can challenge him, you know, you know, he's playing well. So you present him other challenges and I, I think it, I think it's worked. And then, yeah, you have more of like, for instance, a Sean an outside back in college, that's more of, you want him to stay level and, and you just, you keep them level because it's Mr. Reliable out there. So,
1: yeah, it's knowing, it's knowing your players. It's empathizing. Sorry, with Sean, your players. You are, yeah. you
2: are a sports car in my eyes, but you know,
0: Hey, I'll take the, I'll probably quit the title
1: all day. <laughs> I was going to say Sean's a Ford F one fifty, but I think it's a little uh, bit more of a, it's nah, a, it's a hybrid truck. Somehow. It's an electric. The guy, truck. the guy's going to run forever. <laughs> um, Coming back a little bit, guys, to this this self-confidence away from, from the man management. So I found I found that I like to do a few things. So there's one thing that I do personally in kind of any scope is, especially if I'm feeling anxious or have fear or have a little bit of doubt, I like to ask myself simple, very simple questions that can bring it back to the most simple and easy structure for me to understand so that I can kind of have a hold on these complex thoughts, which is really what fear and doubt, lack of confidence, all of these things are. So I ask myself, am I good at what I do? Do I want to get better every day? And if those are yes, then to me, there's there's no problem with with experience experiencing a little bit of doubt and a little bit of fear because I can rely on those pillars. You know what I'm saying? So am I good at what I do? Like, I know I'm good at what I do. I think everyone knows if they, if they have a dream and they have love for something and they're really pursuing something, like us with, with playing right now, with WAGs, with coaching, we all know that we're, we're good at what we do. We all know that we can get better and we all want to get better every single day. So when you rely on pillars like that, for me, it's like, it's all gonna be good in the end of the day. And here's a word from our sponsors.
0: That's us, Jess, Dylan, and Sean.
1: Footwork.club, the official website for all things footwork, is now
0: live. Check out all footwork podcast content, including episodes, guest features, and YouTube videos.
1: The Press, a section with written articles, interviews, and blogs from ourselves and guests.
0: Game time, updates about our season in Germany and what's going on behind the microphone. Want to go pro?
1: Dedicated to helping soccer players follow their dreams with helpful info and in our consultation sign up. That's a free video call with us to connect and ask anything.
0: And of course, the footwork shop. We got some of the best merch around as well as free PDF templates like a CV builder and much more. So join the club at footwork.club.
2: Yeah, I got, I, I probably got more dynamic different pillars than the usual human, but we were aware What of would, that, you, no, would I mean, you would you could you one, could you verbalize those pillars? No, the fir- I think the first one that I, that I go back to. So the nice part is, is that no matter what happens at, at training or at my day, or I get a fifty-minute drive home to to you know just bring myself back down because, like we said, um, yeah, I mean most thoughts, days
1: thoughts are running though on a drive like yeah, that and, always. And,
2: and well, and most days I do put on a mask. Not not a mask. That, that's unfair. I, I just have to get myself back up no matter what is happening or if I'm stressed about something else.
1: You, know, you got to take some personal pre workout.
2: Yeah. So then the drive home is a nice time to cool down. Yeah. Thoughts mm-hmm. and, and see it all come together. But I, I think my first pillar is just that, you know, I'm still just a kid. Man, I yeah. had fun. You know, man, I, I really had some fun today. And it can be something as simple as deciding which team gets the ball first in a scrimmage. And it's like, yeah, that's a, that a good joke, you know? But then secondly, <laughs> yeah, the, the next pillar is confidence, whether it's confidence in confidence in I can improve or confidence in, yeah, I'm, I'm killing it or, you know, mm-hmm. they kill the, the team killed it yesterday. So, yeah, I think confidence comes in many ways and it definitely is. You have to be able to look in the mirror, whatever, whatever the answer is of I'm good. I'm going to get good. I, I want to be good. This kind of you're at different levels no matter who you are. Yeah.
1: And I think you can experience all of those at the same exact time too. Yeah. Like yeah. I am good. I know I want to be better. And like, I can be better. These are all things that I think we can experience at all times. And sometimes it's flipped and it's like, I must be better. And I think those are the times that are a little bit harder. Because yeah, it's just, it's a little, exactly. yeah. It's just a yeah. more of a negative way of looking at is it. like, I have to be better, but it's about kind of finding that balance in that too. But I think, I think these are good things to have good thoughts to have in these careers. I mean, Sean, you kind of mentioned it a little bit off camera about why it's good to have these thoughts like in the long run. Like, Why is it, why is it good for us to have these thoughts?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I feel just talking out loud off, off camera, it was like, if you, if you're having these thoughts, that that means you're pushing into unknown new territory or like you're at that, that cusp of like the 10,000 hour rule where you you're doing something uh, that's difficult enough where it's strenuous on your mind but it's it's within reach Mm. right you're you're almost at that level but it's a little better than where you're at and then you can continue to improve in that regard but if something's way below your level and it's just like some mundane task I don't know if these conversations are going to come up you know so whatever it is you're doing, whatever field it's in, if you're pushing yourself to that point where like, oh, this is today. Today was tough. You know, it was difficult today. I'm not sure I I did as good as I wanted to. That means tomorrow you can come in and and improve yourself. Like you just said, we know we're good at it, but we want to improve. Well, and now I know tomorrow I can definitely come in and improve. And even if you do play well, you might see someone else in your job or in your team or as a coach. Like, oh, that was really that was brilliant what he just did or said yeah and then you can come in the next day and try and not mirror that but kind of add your own replicate it in a way of course
1: I mean it it means you care it means you have passion in what you're doing I think that's why it's good like Sean said if you do mundane tasks that don't fulfill you and you know you live a what's the what's the quote you live a you should live a long life live a long life unfulfilled in in a miserable way yeah yeah exactly in I mean, it's, it's in the beginning just listen to the beginning and the miserable why but that's what it that's what it is if you're if you're spending 40 hours a week doing things that don't fulfill you you're not going to have these thoughts about you know am i good enough for this you're going to have thoughts that are like i don't want to do this and i think that's the difference in in picking the career and picking the the mastery that's right for you yeah and i think that. um so it's how do I word
2: this I don't know just just uh so what I was a psychology major 2013 to 15 I think that it's like a bit of a a false narrative that was created like probably around then before the mental health stuff came in of you know hide your emotions be tough you know wipe the dirt off and keep working and it's like now. I mean, some can do that, but it's okay. Your, your emotions or, or you know, it means you care. And caring exactly. is good because caring can motivate you. Caring can inspire. And caring can, you know, bring people together. I, I think that one of the things with the the girls team that happened right away was this immediate sense of, okay, I care about you. You care about me. I care about changing the mediocrity that it's been. And it started great. It's been great, even without the results. Um, I think that there's care within the locker room between pretty much every player. So if there's a sense of care, like if you, if you didn't care, then yeah, why would I be here? Um, mm-hmm. So if I didn't have emotions for doing something, why would I do it? And I think that as the season is kind of tailed to the end, it's, oh man, yeah, I care. And I wish things went differently, but but that's good. Ultimately, that's a good thing. Even though people are upset and, and there's been some emotions it's a good thing to care and that narrative we kind of got away from it and now we're, we're back to it with all the mental health awareness but the spin it yeah it's good it it's
1: good to care yeah it's good to care 100 right and it, i mean just speaking on that especially in your experience we can we can touch upon this idea of building of building into the future and i think that brings us to our second question so first question was am I good enough, which is one I think we all experience all the time and a huge one. And Sean and I can attest for this. And we've spoke about it on, in the podcast in many different ways. And I think a lot of the athletes we've had on too, and the coaches, but is it worth it? Is this going to pay off for me in the future? Is Sean's first contract in Mongolia in this place, thousands of miles away from home in just the craziest cultures and differences and sometimes lack of professional professionalism and the same with me and a lack of professionalism sometimes in australia and being halfway across the world is it gonna pay off now is because it's so easy to get trapped in that in that thought of my future is my present reality when in, in terms we have to flip that somehow and some days it's easier than others because things are going well around the club things are going well here and sometimes after that loss sometimes after you know you don't get the paycheck you wanted sometimes after the facilities around aren't just in our personal experiences it's tough to see like what it could become but it's it's so important to realize this as step 1 and step 1 gets you to step 2 and step 2 gets you to step 3 and you may not be even remotely satisfied by the time you're at step 6 but this process is how you can build those future possibilities and instead of just letting it be a reflection of your your present situation
2: yeah i think i don't know <laughs> All right, no, yeah, i no. i'll i'll leave guys tomorrow. no
1: one wants to have a discussion
2: no uh, i i do think that you have to so, sometimes you can't turn around and you know look back and just appreciate what has been done even if it's I mean, sometimes it's next to nothing. Like like talk about a weight loss journey. If you've lost 10 pounds, but you're 50 pounds, how can you be happy about that? It's tough. So you have to keep spinning it. And then, yeah, the stepping stones. If if you're at step six, can you look back at step one and say, oh, all right, a couple extra steps I wasn't planning on, but I'm still dreaming and like I'm still standing. And, and can I keep moving forward? Uh, it just, it's tough sometimes because some steps are bigger than others. You know, some, some take more work, some have more lows, some have more highs, but mm-hmm. I, again, it's, it's, you just have to, you gotta be a dreamer to, to kind of be successful and be happy with whatever you're doing. Um, Cause you don't have to set lofty goals, but you have to set goals that you're really genuinely chasing or, or trying yeah. to. You
1: know, and they go. should be loft. They should be lofty and there should be ones in between and of all sizes. And like you said, with steps, Sometimes there's going to be a lot of smaller steps, but sometimes after five, six smaller steps comes a big step Mm -hmm. and that's how quickly things can change in this. So as a coach, you know, you could be doing things for a little bit and then boom, you get this job. That's like, you know, a dream job. It can happen like that because the, it's all about building the foundation that makes you ready for the big step that makes you ready for the big opportunity. And I think the, the toughest thing about the steps is nobody tells you that
2: it, it doesn't look like the steps behind me. It's not it's not this. It's, it's not, you know,
1: well, sometimes down. you take a step down. There's,
2: there's a couple downs. There's, you know, there, there might be a lot la- shoots and ladders, um, but ultimately you're trying to get to the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I think you have to be able to accept that. And even even in the the steps down or the ladders, you know, shoots and ladders keep going on that you have to be able to sit back and appreciate and find some sort of happiness in in maybe the, you know, step one up, two up, and then nah, down. you like, you have to be able to know that there's beauty. Not to quote J Cole, but beauty in the struggle will keep going up. No matter yeah, what. I mean,
0: quote, J, it's, it's, quote J Cole all you want. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's enjoying, it's enjoying the process at the end of the day. I mean, it's so, you hear it all the time, but like, that is the process is the ups and downs and appreciating both. Because when you have a down, you, you generally you learn more than the ups, because you're more reflective on whatever situation yeah. happened.
2: They hurt. You no, know,
0: they hurt. Yeah, they and do. I, hurt. You <laughs> they You can't hurt. sleep at night, but at least you're reflecting on what happened and how you can improve it. If you have this mindset, if you let it eat at you away and, and you think that, oh, I can't change it, then, you know, it's going to be tough. But if you take ownership of it and see how you can improve on it, I think that's like the beauty in the whole process of whatever you're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's taken Dylan and I a few years to get to understand that, that these ups and downs week to week are a part of it, just to appreciate it. Like, hey, listen, we're playing in Germany. He was in Australia, Sweden, Mongolia. Like, looking it's back crazy. now, it was amazing, crazy experiences. And would not yeah. change a to thing. To
2: appreciate now more. Cause, yeah.
0: Know, who knows? Yeah. For sure. It's different. And- it's different. At the time, I also appreciate it because it was like mm-hmm. – Hey, you know, this is my first pro contract. I'm playing full-time football in Mongolia. Like yeah. I'm getting paid to play this game that taking I taking my the whole wins. Mm-hmm. You no. Know? Also, I'm in this crazy country that no one usually even visits, let alone live here for five months. And, he was, movie, and, football and football. he was a movie yeah, star and he was a movie, a movie, movie star. Yeah. I mean there's, there's lots yeah, of things a, to go off, you know. It's, it's about
1: like, it's about seeing your your present situation and taking the wins from it. Like it's not every situation is going to be the best. And Sean and I talk about the situations that we have now, as opposed to three, four years ago. And it's like, even though we were, you know, grateful, even though we're grateful now and grateful, then it's amazing to see how far you can come. And there was one other thing that I wanted to talk about here, because I think some of the things that WAGS has brought in and some of the topics we brought in today is, goes so well with the book that I'm reading right now, which is Mastery by Robert Green. Um, Sean had also pointed out that he wrote 48 Laws of Power, right? Yeah. So a pretty established writer. I'm sure many of you guys have, have read some of his stuff. And if not, yeah, there you go. Right there. Yeah. Awesome. We'll have to do a book exchange, Wax. Have you read Mastery? No, I'm a, I, I like Robert Green. I've read 48 Laws of it. We'll do a, power, we'll do a twice, book. We'll do a book. A we'll do a book exchange, a nice Jersey exchange, because- <laughs> There's a lot about like the whole topic. I mean, is, is essentially boils down to mastery of self and mastery of what you want to become. So Sean and I, we, we can take all these lessons and bring it into our professional careers right now. And for WAGs, it's the same thing. Talking about especially getting into a new field and as you being a new coach, there is one thing that a couple of things that stood out to me. But right here is one. Your main goal in a new field should not be in, instant success or money but to learn as much as possible. And as a coach in a new territory, obviously we want to have success and we want money. But for you, Wags, you should be, your biggest focus should be, how can I become the best coach that I can be? How can I learn as much from people above me? How can I learn as much from myself, from my players to be the best coach? Do you agree or disagree with that?
2: No, no, I agree. I've actually learned uh, a lot from you know, even just switching from a man's practice to a woman's practice of the, just kind of the attitude and that you have to, like, how you work those practices is, I mean, I wouldn't say totally different, uh, but yeah, you, you got to be, you got to deliver criticism different, et cetera. Yeah. Um, records aside, it's, it's different. Um, and then you also do have some more picking up and optimism to bring to the woman's side and it's it's not hard for me I, I couldn't imagine if it was I don't know I don't know if I'd be doing it um or if I'd be good at the job hopefully I'm good at the job but uh I don't know yeah you, you told me about it probably the other day and then we had talked about a month ago yeah I kind of I'm already a sponge but like if if you're not somebody who's like that, you'll, you'll learn it quickly because after week one, you'll need to learn something in week two that you need in week five. Like it, it compounds throughout the year. And even though the co- collegiate soccer season in America is short, it's still a gauntlet and and you got to learn on the fly and and you have to know certain things, especially being, how about being a sponge going on a road trip to New Paltz? Jeez. <laughs>
1: yeah, that'll do it. But that's, yeah. I mean, I think that's in the end, again, like we come back to these blocks. These are laying the blocks for you to be. There's so many metaphors we're throwing around today. My mind is going into metaphors, but like. I'm a There's so many blocks man. that you need. Yeah, there's so many blocks you need to, to, to have to, to build your statue in the end. And I think for you, Wags, like coming into these assistant coaching roles on both sides, I'm sure every coach, every assistant coach would want to be a head coach. And in the end, you will be a head coach one day, whether it's there or somewhere else, we'll, we will see. It's, this is your path. But especially in, a new, in these new roles, and I think this is advice to people in, in new careers that they are passionate about, too. Those first few years where maybe it doesn't seem like this instant success is coming. Maybe you're not making the type of money that you would like to be making from your passion. You know, this is the time. To be that sponge like you're saying you are, to also push yourself in ways where you can learn more, push yourself in ways to be self critical of yourself in a good way to see what are my weaknesses. And then also to not let it be a reflection of, you know, your dream and your passion, because you can't you're not in it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we have to let
2: Sean comment on the matter because we've been Sergio's silent over there
0: no i mean go on i'm taking it in
2: no i i um i will say the one thing that i struggle with the most Mm -hmm. is myself personally when i wake up every day and whatever the routine is or whoever i see first or whatever practice or game day i I feel that kong fitness prepared me exponentially for the role um Mm -hmm. obviously not in the tactical side that's you know not on the treadmill analyzing a four four two with Tom, but sometimes like just the personalities and and how you manage people and ultimately if you were at Kong in the glory days of how you manage a team. Um, so I Kong, actually
1: Kong was Kong Fitness, which was a gym that Wags owned. For those who don't yeah, right know, sorry, Wags, was, keep going. I, you know, you you go, this glory far. days. I'd go <laughs> back.
2: Um, but I I think that that allowed me this summer when I was you know with division one coaches uh, all over. I think that allowed me confidence. And so that's never allowed me to sway from the path of like wanting to do this. And then when the girls situation arrived with the new coach, I was like, Hey, I emailed the athletic director, you know, let me in like I can help. And so I, I actually came into the year with a lot of confidence and that's allowed me the opportunity to just be a sponge, because I I do have just at least enough confidence, and to you, have so in this, you have so much interest
1: in the you have so much interest in the sport right. in itself, interest
2: in the sport, and interest in people. Like I'm not, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, exactly. Your career choices can be different, but with me, working with people has probably always been my ticket. So I wake up with that confidence, and I'm not afraid to go work with people, regardless of of you know how the season or week is going.
1: And look what you're doing. You're combining two things that you know are true and dear to you and you know you're good at. I mean, Wags has always been one of the most empathetic people we know. I mean, he could talk to a tree. So, most times. <laughs> most times. Yeah, of course. Those 8% is the time that we yeah. talked about in the first half of the episode. But I think, and just to bring it into mastery, that's exactly what it is, is understanding you have a love for the subject and you have, like, you feel this profoundness to it and combining your best qualities or the or the qualities that you enjoy the most being with people football bringing that into a career space i mean how could you go wrong you are going to learn you're going to become better and you're going to combine these things that are so true and dear to you to me that is that is success in its in its truest form and it's going to look different at times but i think that's i mean when you say that about wags like it, nothing has made more sense. Oh, Wags is a, gonna be a soccer coach. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Got, that. <laughs> yeah. right. got that. Sounds got right. that.
1: um the, the puzzle fits. Sure.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. I got to go to a game today, but um, it's been yeah, road, it's
1: been lovely. Ro- what what's the ticker at? Oh God, what time are we good? What do we these these? I mean, we're out, we're out yeah. and about, but these talks always go hella yeah. quick, but. Uh, I mean, I guess just, to, just, just to wrap up everybody. Yeah. yeah, just to wrap up for for me, and I'll, I'll let you guys go after me because I've been talking too much. Um, yeah, for me, I think these two questions: Am I good enough? And is it worth it? These are sometimes are difficult questions on those long drives home or those lonely nights. But they're, I think they are in some ways crucial to knowing that you're on the right path, because it shows that you care. It shows that your interest is in the right spot. And the, is it worth it, you know, is a tough one, but you kind of have to try and flip it as much as you can. Try and be present, but don't let your present success define your future success. And that's, that's it for me.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think, is it worth it? It is, it kind of comes back to just like the process and that, and that appreciating the ups and downs and taking it for what it is. And when you step into something new, you can look at it in, in many ways, but the most exciting part for me is that there's so much to learn. Mm. So it doesn't matter how much you learn one day, like you might go home with a headache because you've learned so much, right? And you go the next day, there's still stuff to learn for you. You got thrown to the wolves as interim head coach. You have an away trip. You have to organize all the other things outside of the actual game. And if we're speaking to you like it's a lot to do, but hey, this is the quickest way to learn. It's going to be a little stressful and it's going to come at you quick, but this is the fastest way you'll be able to, to learn these things. And then once you do it once, the next time it's not so hard, it's not so difficult and you don't think about it too much. And I think that's, that's the most exciting part about this, especially for you now stepping in as a a men's and women's coach is like both, both jobs are different and they require different skills, the same skills, but also different. Like you said. And I think that's exciting because for the future, it's just going to set you up for, for more success.
2: Uh, I think of just one good ending point. I I think that if, whether your darkness is 8%, 12, 15, or you know, ideally it'd be under 30, but I think that you have to know that the darkness isn't permanent. I mean, no matter what, just for one quick personal example, if you want to take my life two years ago, in middle of COVID, my gym closed, ACL, MCL, meniscus surgery. Yeah, that was dark. dark. Um, mm-hmm. And in that moment, I was probably a little oblivious to it or just in denial. But then as I came out of it, it was, man, that this really stinks. And then now I can look back on it and say, wow, all right, that didn't last, that that's I'm not in that space anymore. I'm just not, it's not, it's not where my mental strength is at. It's not like that. I wake up, I'm happier, but looking back, yeah, I was, I was in the 8%. uh, And there's, there's just beauty in that struggle because now it's made me ultimately more optimistic. And I'm sure at Mm -hmm. times it's super optimistic, Um, but it's made me better. So, so like we said, step one and two and three, you're going up. And when you come down, you just got to know that, that all that means is that's time for step four to go back up and then you keep building. And if I could look back now, we'll say I'm at maybe step eight with with Kong and everything. And, but looking back, yeah, right around step probably two, took a fall. And then step five took another fall, but I, I'm still climbing up. So I think mentally if, if you can flip that switch in your head just knowing that that there's always time to keep building another step then you'll be fine um and i i take that with me probably every day
1: love that said. couldn't have summed it up better footwork is a is a life of steps wags thank you for coming on first full length uh serious episode really we didn't say one word about paul pogba ah.
2: no and oh, i think it's better there it's it is better that
1: it's better that way and it's. I think there's going to be a lot more of this. I enjoyed that, guys. And Wagsy, thank you, man. Yes. Yeah.
2: All right. I will talk to you guys, but we got to do the
0: outro. Yeah, we have to do the outro. I mean, that's kind of what we spoke about. Let's see. Today. Let's, yeah, let's is, see. Let's, the let's outro see without is rehearsing, the, the was going theme to... of this episode. If we're going yeah, to be just serious let me, about
2: let it, me finish about it. it. You guys do it. I got that's the true. finisher.
0: So until next time,
1: keep moving forward,
0: keep learning,
2: make your own path.
1: You could have said it. A little, build a little your own enthusiasm. Build your own steps as well. Build your own steps. There you go. <laughs>